This is the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast, helping you run your restaurant better. All right, guys, welcome back to the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast. I'm Ryan Williams, joined today by Jeremy Julian. And today, guys, we are doing something a little bit different. Uh, we are going to do a book report. Yep, that's right. We are going all the way back to fourth grade and we're doing a book report. But this book, we're going to we're gonna kind of start doing a series on just different books that have impacted our process and our growth as leaders and business people. Um, so, Jeremy, what are we talking about today? Well, I mean, if you, uh, um, you know, if you, if you listen to John Maxwell, who's one of the top leadership, you know, thinkers for the last 50 years, he talks about leaders are readers and readers are leaders. And so for me, I set goals to read a number of books every year. And so really we're looking to bring to our audience some book reports, you know, Ryan jokes about it being like fourth grade, but it's really something that we found impactful that we spend 10, 15, $20 on a book, but you get tens of thousands of dollars worth of value out of it. So really we're looking to distill some of the the key points that we took from these different books. And so, um, you know, I've read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books over the last 10 years. How do we distill down to you in a 15 or 20 minute episode, what those key factors are and how do they contribute to your leadership, to your growth, to your management, and how to contribute to you running your restaurant better every single day. And so that's what today's idea is about. We hope that you like it. We'd love to get some feedback as to whether it works for you or it doesn't work for you. But really, we're looking to distill some pretty small nuggets all the way through huge nuggets of what you can do to make yourself better and really introduce you to some some literature that you might not even know about that exists out in the world. Yep. So if you guys uh, have any subsequent suggestions for us or, or something we think we should add to our reading list, hit us up on Twitter at RestTechGuys. Um, that being said, Jeremy, let's go ahead and let's talk about the book Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. Jeremy, what is this book about? It is really about how to hire and how to find the right talent and the right person for your team. It's, you know, it, it really is a, a very easily approachable book. I read it in, in a flight home from Chicago, so it was just a, a few hours worth of time, and it was really, really practical about what you should be looking for in your existing team and in your new team members to make sure that you've got somebody that's going to be willing to work together as a team in order to make things better. And so Patrick Lencioni has done a lot of fables. Um, he wrote The Five Temptations of a CEO, Death by Meeting. There's a bunch of different books that he's written, but he writes it in a fable form that's really a storyboard form, fictional um, fictional characters, but that have principles that anyone and everyone can apply. This book is similar in that way, that, it's, that, it, that it takes those same principles and distills them down to very actionable data. Yeah, really, really impactful book. Jeremy, why should people read this book? Well, again, back to uh, one of our other podcasts about hiring and how to hire the right people is the right hire can really make or break an organization. So we talk about people process, people process technology, but it all starts with the right people. So getting right the, the, the right team members on the team and weeding out those that don't fit those attributes is really, really critical. And so making sure that you guys have the right people on the team 
is paramount to the success of the restaurant. And so Patrick does a great job of distilling it down to really three key points that you need to be looking for in each of those hires. Okay. And um, how does this relate back to the restaurants? Well, again, back to back to the team. Every single position within the restaurant needs to work together, whether it's a line cook, a prep cook, a dishwasher, a server, a busser, a bartender, or a manager. And, you know, and there's a lot of other positions. I didn't, you know, give you all of them, but every one of them needs to work together. And so, like I said, there's really three points that you need to be looking for. And there is no perfect hire, but there is somebody that, 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 exhibits these three attributes that Patrick has really distilled down. And so I actually have a post-it note after I read this book, I wrote on a post-it note to the right side of my desk so that I'm thinking about it for my not only myself, but those people that I bring onto the team and to coach those members of my team that you need to be humble, you need to be hungry, and you need to be smart. And so I'd love to dig in a little bit to those different attributes and, and what you need to be looking for and how and why those things are important based on Patrick's uh, Patrick's book. Yeah. So what you know, why are those the three attributes that um, really build a team and, and really make a good hire? Well, and, and when you think about those three words, humble, hungry and smart, it, it, it you know, it's a little bit tough because what shows humility or what shows smarts? Is it just book smarts or is it, you know, and so I'll distill down and, and I would love for anybody to, to read through the book and give us their feedback about it. But really humility, you know, humble. What is it that they put, you know, uh, somebody else that, that's a, a world famous author that I, that I read says, you know, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. And so um, I think that's a really good thing to think about. It's not thinking that you're poor at your job or that you're bad, but it's thinking about yourself less, thinking of others first and thinking about yourself last. And so that's really an attribute of humility that I think you need to be looking for in these candidates, because if they're thinking of themselves, uh, thinking about themselves less and thinking of the team first and then themselves, they will and and everybody is doing that it's really going to boost everybody that's on the team and so that i think is a is a huge so that humility is a great attribute that i think people need to be thinking about in their new hires as well as their existing team members if if you're going to build a team if you want to build a team it has to be all about the entire team it can't be about the individual players um the next one that you mentioned of the three attributes Hungry. I when I hear hungry, I'm like, oh yeah, hungry. Like I'm gonna go hit up a buffet. I don't think that's what Patrick Lencioni was talking about. Although it might be if you're talking about a restaurant, maybe a cook. But um, what what are we talking about when we're talking about uh, candidates being hungry? I think I think it you know it starts with humility, but then hungry is really are they gonna drive themselves? Are they going to drive those around them to get better every day? Are they going to 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 do anything and everything they can to continue to grow, continue to um, grow them, grow the team, grow the restaurant? And so that hunger is: Do they show up on time? Are they prompt? Do they do they work hard? Are they pushing themselves? Do they have extra attributes that are outside of the restaurant that they're going to pull into making everybody better? And so this hunger is not a hunger like your stomach is growling and you do want to go hit up a buffet. Although that is a definition of the word hunger. It's really, do they have a thirst for knowledge? Do they have a thirst for being better? Do they have a thirst for making themselves the best version of themselves that they can be? And so that's really where he defines hunger as a method to go after these things. Could also be described as hustle. 
Yeah. We could say it could also be hustle. Yep, hustle is hustle is a good acronym, you know, a good good word that you can use, not acronym, but a, a good um, synonym. Synonym. I was like, I, I knew it started with a sis, <laughs> so a, a good synonym for that idea. And so think about either you know a big amount of hustle or a big amount of hunger in order to make themselves the best version of them of of that position that they can be. Um, and so that that's really a good attribute that you need to be thinking about. And finally, Jeremy, um, you know, the number three smarts, you, you mentioned it before book smarts, but at the same time, kind of having the street smarts and the and the practical knowledge in order to be successful in that role. Yeah. And I think when it goes back to a team, it's really are they smart enough? Do they have empathy? Do they understand what's going on with the guests? Do they understand what's going on with each other on their team? Are they street smart as well as book smart? Book smart meaning that they can study the menu and know what ingredients are there and where what farms it came from in a farm to table restaurant. So they need to be able to be intelligent enough to be able to think and talk about those things, but also smart in people and in relationships and in being in a room full of full of people. Because again, you're on this team. You need to understand what's going on with your fellow team members and be able to to understand that. And so that that that's really the the third attribute is, is are they smart? Not just intellectual. But there's a difference between intelligence and smarts. Are they smart from a people perspective? Yeah, they have to have the emotional intelligence. And and if you guys go out there and Google emotional intelligence, there's a bunch of stuff out there. And it's something that I would encourage if if you're not familiar with it, go familiarize yourself with that because it's something that um, it's 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 a newer quote unquote. I'm doing the air quotes. It's newer. Ever, people have been doing it. Salespeople have been doing it forever. But, you know, it's it's something that that people have really started to hone in on. And that's exactly what that smart is encompassing. Yeah. And I think it goes back to IQ is the intelligence you know, quotient. EQ is that, you know, that 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 second side of it, which is the emotional quotient. And so you've got to marry those two things together. And that's really going to be the definition of what uh, a smart person is. Absolutely. So, Jeremy, um, we're now going to go into uh, to our listeners. Now we're going to kind of go into a section um, that we're going to talk about some some notable quotables. <laughs> uh, it's it's something that there are lines in the book that really stood out. And we're just going to pull, you know, maybe two or three out and just discuss them. And uh, and maybe you guys will read the book and something else will stand out. We'd love to hear about it at rest tech guys on Twitter or go to restaurant technology guys.com. We'd lo- we'd love to know um, what stood out to you. Uh, so Jeremy in our pre-show notes, we determined one of the, one of the quotes we wanted to discuss was um, it was about comp- company culture. And uh, the, the quote is we want to be an odd company in a good kind of way. People who don't fit should think we're a little strange. So what does that mean? Do, you, do, do we want to be a? Do we want to be the weirdo company? We probably don't want that, but we want the team to really understand where they're going and how you're going to get there. Might not look like everybody else. You you want to create a unique culture that attracts people that are like minded about this guest satisfaction or about menu innovation or about whatever those different things are. And so you're going to reject the 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 person that comes in that that fits all of the. Um, all of the attributes, you know, where's the, the, the suit? I mean, if you walked in in a suit to CBS, people will look at you and go, why do you have a suit on? You know, a suit and tie, because it's not part of who we are. We wear shorts and t-shirts around the office oftentimes. People that show up, 
for the for their first couple of weeks go wow this is kind of weird we've got dogs walking around the office people are like well, you're allowed to bring your dog to the office it's like yeah that's part of what makes it a little bit strange a little bit unique and so each location needs to have a unique culture that they hold to their own not saying that that a dog in the office works everywhere probably doesn't work in the restaurant industry to have a dog walking around the restaurant all the time but you know what for us and our technology business that's who we are that's what has made us who we are and so across the board that is you need to to look at that it probably needs to be a little bit odd and when you get the person that comes in that's like why is it so weird around here but it's just part of what you guys do you know people think it's odd that they can come in and walk in and talk to the chief operations officer for for our company or that I walk around the building or that our CEO walks around the building. Guess what? That makes us a little bit odd. A lot of other places you wouldn't get that that right to be able to talk to the CEO or to talk to the chief, you know, COO. In the end, that is what part of what makes us a little bit odd. And so I I look at even our own organization and think we are a little bit weird. We are a little bit different than everybody else, but that's part of what makes it who we are. Yeah. And, and it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a relationship, you know, Jeremy, you can think about your own marriage or any long-term relationship, even relationships with your friends. Like you kind of pick up your own language, you pick up your own humor, you start to kind of get that. Um, you kind of, you guys start to have kind of a culture within your, within your relationships and, and people might look at that and be like, Oh wow, that's a, I really admire, you know, your friendships or your relationship probably a good fit but if they're like man that they, they are just too weird for us like so weird like how how do you spend time with these people that's kind of that same thing if people walk in and they're like how how could i spend time here that's not a good fit and that that's a red flag that's a that's a time to say okay no as a candidate it's time to to turn around and say you know what thank you but no thank you well, and I think even when you find a new hire that's like, I could never do that, but that's part of who your culture is, then they probably aren't right for your team. It's not saying they're not right for another culture. They probably just aren't right for your team. So think about that as part of the evaluation. Yeah. So I really, really liked that quote. So another quote, Jeremy, that really stood out, uh, perhaps the most important question that interviewers can ask is one that they should ask themselves. Would I want to work with this person? every single day yeah and, and and really that's that's the can i have a beer with this guy can i hang out with them as you're part of this this interview process is thinking about that you're going to spend seven eight nine ten twelve hours a day with these people you're going to be relying on them on the front lines you know in the line of fire to go take care of that guest or when the bus of 300 people shows up and they got to you know figure out how to do this are you going to be able to put up with that person every single day and so Thinking about that and looking at that as part of the interviewing process is key and critical. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get along. You're not going to be besties with every single person that you interview or every single person that you hire. This is another good way to put it is would you would you want to sit through a two hour car ride with this person? Mm -hmm. You know, just you, just the radio, nothing else to do. Um, if as Ryan and I look at going to Vegas in a couple of weeks together in the yeah, car, and which I'm, is a four hour car ride. And I'm like that. leaning to like a heavy no. So I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking like this book is right up my alley. So no, but I, I, I joke. It, you're not going to be best friends. You don't have to be best friends. We're not asking you or telling you to be best friends with every single person that you work with, but you at least have to be willing to and, and enjoy look forward to coming into work. Otherwise, it's, it's not a good fit. So we're going to go through one more quote, Jeremy, if that's all right with you that works for me cool um so jeremy and this one this one might be one of the most important quotes in the entire book and that is 
the most important part of the development process and the part that is so often missing is the leader's commitment to constantly reminding an employee if she is not yet doing what is needed. That that quote right there goes right back to the setting expectations and clearly communicating with your staff. I mean, it it's 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 right there, black and white, black and white or in words for our listeners. You know what? You know, what's your take on that? Well, I, I think it's um, not only critical with the new generation of millennials that's used to getting instant feedback. You know, they post a photo on Instagram and if they don't get 50 likes in the first hour, they take the photo Deleted. down. Yeah, you delete it. And and Ryan jokes about it, but it happens every single day where if you're not getting enough likes, if the lighting is not right, people will delete that photo. Um, it, they're used to getting constant feedback. They grew up in a world where their grades were posted online. You didn't have to wait till the end of the quarter to get those things. So they knew what their test scores were the night that they finished that test because it was posted online. And so these the, the, the types of people that you're going to be bringing into your restaurant every day are looking for consistent feedback everywhere else in their life, social media, in sports, in different places, they've been getting constant feedback. And then when they come to the job and they get an annual review and that's the only time they hear from you, you have to be giving them that feedback. And so I think he hit the nail on the head that says you have to be giving constant and consistent feedback. And when they're not doing the job up to par, they need to know it so that they have an opportunity to make it better. And not in a mean way, but in a, in a way that you are encouraging them to make themselves better. Yeah. And, you know, Jeremy, I think the, the nuance here that's, that's really important is, um, constantly reminding the employee that they're not yet they're not yet doing what is needed. They're not yet doing, not saying that, Hey, you're, you're awful at your job. It's just saying, you know what? You're almost there. Or here's your areas of improvement. Here's how you get there. And, and, and again, it's that constant saying, Hey, you know, because an employee, unless you're telling them, unless you're telling them what to do, they're just operating off of what they think is best. And so if, if you're not guiding them, you know, if you, if you don't talk to them for two weeks and then you go to them and you're like, well, why did you do it this way? Because you didn't talk to me for two weeks, you know, you didn't tell me how to do it. So that's the nuance in that quote that I think is super important that um, that at least I kind of took away from that. So a um, resident millennial. Yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> me. Kidding. I just need constant feedback. By the way, go like all my Instagram photos, please. Everyone that's listening to this. Um, otherwise, I'm going to delete my Instagram. Just kidding. Um, so anyway, that those were those were some really influential quotes for us on that book. If you guys go out and read the book, which we highly, highly encourage that you do, let us know what stood out to you. Hit us up on Twitter at Rest Tech Guys. Reach out to us on our website, restauranttechnologyguys.com. You could also email us, call us, uh, you know, tweet us, go like all my Instagram uh, photos and comment on my Instagram. That that would also work. Um, since I am a millennial and I need the constant feedback, apparently. <laughs> just, just kidding. So anyway, um, so that was, um, you know, that was the book. That was Patrick Lencioni's um, ideal team player. That it, it, super impactful book. If you guys have any suggestions that we should add to our reading list, something that has really impacted you, something that's impacted your your business or you personally, let us know. You know how to you know how to get a get a hold of us. So um, that was the ideal team pe- player by Patrick Lencioni. Jeremy, any final thoughts on that one? Uh, we'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are, just even on this format. You know, it's not directly related to the restaurant, directly related to 
um, one-to-one, how do I implement, you know, prep video or how do I choose the right point of sale system or, or whatever the different topics are that are purely restaurant technology related. But all of these things inform what we're doing. So we'd love to, you know, we're kind of piloting this, we're testing it out. We're going to do a half a dozen of them and see what everybody's thoughts are. And then uh, give us some feedback because we don't know unless you guys tell us. Um, tell us whether it be via email, whether it's on Twitter. Um, give us a call. When you see us at shows, let us know. It's that constant feedback that we haven't yet done what we've been expected. <laughs> yeah. It's that exact phrase right there. So thank you to our listeners. We appreciate you guys hanging on with us. Um, and uh, go out there and make it a great day, guys. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast. Visit restauranttechnologyguys.com for tips, industry insights, and more to help you run your restaurant better.